Right. Um, now we're going to talk about Syria. Actually, we're going to talk. Uh, we we'll divide this in two parts. We'll we'll talk first about what's going on in Damascus with the president Bashar al-Assad and what he's up to. Then we'll turn our attention to northern Syria and what's going on on the Turkish border, which is profoundly disturbing. But let's start. Let's start with Damascus because just to bring ourselves up to speed, we need to keep up to speed, in my view, on what's going on in Syria. Um, so you will remember that the Saudi uh, strongman, Mohammed bin Salman, the son of the king, MBS, to his friends and enemies, um, he sees the assets of many senior Saudis saying that they'd... Uh, exploited the state. Well, President Bashar al-Assad thinks this is rather a good ruse, and so he has copied them. Amazing. So Syria follows where Saudi Arabia leads. Um, we spoke a week or two ago about the fact that President Bashar al-Assad had seized the assets of the Makhlouf family, one of the most prominent Sunni families one of his most prominent supporters. Um, yes. Well, he did that. He enjoyed the way it went, I guess, because he then went straight out in, in uh, recent weeks. He's now seized the assets of 150 Syrian businessmen, uh, senior people, 150 of them. He has seized somewhere between 80 billion dollars and 100 billion dollars of assets. You get that? The president of Syria has seized the assets of the Syrian elite families. Wow. I mean, now there are no Syrian international debts. Syria was broken as a country. Now Syria has no international debts. He's repaid Russia completely. He's repaid Iran $35 billion. Syria was in debt to Iran. I mean, he seized all these vast sums of money, all these vast assets. People had become billionaires through the war, you know that? Um, I mean, some, fair enough, but some, some exploiting the situation. Now, what happened to all these Syrian billionaires and these Syrian millionaires and the rich Syrians elite? Well, they've got a travel ban. They can't go anywhere, and they've, left, they've been left with just one house to live in. The astonishing thing is that these Syrians are the very Syrians whose children used to play with the president's children. Well, still do. The, you know, the school friends of the president's children, their parents... Their assets have been seized. And uh, Bashar al-Assad is now, of course, he's sitting on a pile of money. He has a new budget for the year of some $9 billion. Um, he, he's taken other measures, too. He says there will be no more help for the purchase of gas and oil. All the subsidies on gas and oil prices are going in Syria. Well, they have a problem, don't they? I mean, they had not enough gas and oil last winter. Um, people were freezing, 
Um, and gas and oil was coming in, of course, across the Turkish border. Um, Iranian sort of uh, troops were monitoring it, and then it came. Um, that's fine now, of course, and at this time of year, there's more than enough gas and oil in Syria. But Britain has bombed the refineries in Syria, so there is... I mean, we did that. So, so obviously the Syrian people freeze to death in the winter. Uh, great intelligence, really, aren't we? Clever rabbits, us British. So the the Syrian people normally freeze to death in the winter um, because Britain's bombed all the oil refineries. Oh, I suppose um, they would have fallen in the hands of Daesh if we not done so. We'd drag Daesh. Yeah, no, I mean, we can't argue about it, can we? We had to do it, I guess. But... Um, uh but where are we at so um so yeah the the point was that the subsidized oil he he was subsidizing or the Syrian state was subsidizing gas and oil subsidized oil was then being smuggled by naughty Syrians into Lebanon and resold at the market price, so in fact, Syria was subsidizing uh, oil sales to Lebanon um so it it couldn't go on. Uh, and so they uh, now the ordinary series have to buy ga- oil and gas at the market price. That's going to be tough for them. Um, on the international side of things, uh, yes, it was six hundred fifty. It is about six hundred fifty. Well, last time I looked, I may be out of date, but it is about six hundred fifty Syrian pounds to the dollar. Um, he says, President Bashar says, we'll bring back the dollar to 500 Syrian pounds. Well, bear in mind that it was 800 uh, Syrian pounds to the dollar three three or four weeks ago. So, um, yes, uh, there you go. Um, President Bashar al-Assad says, I am fighting corruption. We will have a difficult winter ahead. I want the people to help. Well, they will have a difficult winter they had, won't they, without gas and oil subsidies. And with the West blockading Syria to stop uh, oil imports. Remember, we seized the Iranian oil tanker out of international waters in the Straits of Gibraltar. Wicked, aren't we? But there we are. The Syrian people need to suffer, so let them suffer. Um, Let them freeze. Let them freeze. Let them freeze. Let them shiver in the cold in the winter. We're not letting oil in. Um, that's uh, Europe. We're, we're very strong and courageous at sanctions. <laughs> we're not good at much else. We can do that, can't we? Um, yeah. So um, so Syria, Syria, Syria. I mean, what to say about Syria? It's important to understand, I believe, what's going on in Syria. Um, but but there's something else going on. That's President Bashar al-Assad for you. He's sitting pretty. He's doing well, and he's putting the squeeze on the Syrian elite. Well, there you go. Um, but there are other things to worry about in Syria, and we'll talk about those in a moment.